This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Being your best self feels good for your loved ones and for you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash V-I-A-L-L-F-I-L-E-S and get back to being you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Vile Files Bachelorette Edition. And boy, do we have a great episode for you. The wonderful, hilarious, and Bachelor superfan, Jim Jeffries. Hi, Nick. Thanks for having me. Is with us today. And we are looking forward to break down episode two. We have a great episode uh, for you uh, tomorrow with uh, the guys from Veep. <laughs> Matt Walsh and Tim Simons is with us tomorrow from the guys from Veep. Uh, they have a great pack podcast out uh, called Second in Command. More importantly, they're just hilarious guys, and we have a great conversation. And if you've ever found yourself in any type of uh, problematic relationship, situationship, and you, you're, uh, you've exhausted all your friends, check us out on Mondays because uh, we'll hear you out <laughs> and, and solve your dating and relationship problems. Let's, uh, let's get to um, The Bachelorette. Uh, Jim, uh, my audience always likes to know, especially when you have A-list celebrities like yourself, uh, how long you're a big deal. <laughs> yeah, a- A-list, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always on the red carpet. There's always, there's always movies. People are always like the Paps are always following me. Yeah, I'm real A-list. You, you can't I'm, get out. I'm, um, I'm D-list if anything. I'm, but uh, I'm on, I'm on some list. Okay. I'm on some watch list. As someone who has a strong fan base, uh, how did you find yourself uh, a fan of Bachelor Nation? I, me and the wife, we started watching it just like uh, I, I was doing a stand-up routine that was basically about like, oh, my wife watched The Bachelorette, but my wife didn't really watch The Bachelorette, right? And so she said to me, she goes, oh, don't tell people I watch The Bachelorette. I don't want people to know I watch The Bachelorette. And then one time we were in quarantine or whatever, we started like going, oh, well, we'll have a, We'll have a watch ironically. We did that whole thing, these idiots. And we started watching it. And then we watched another episode. And then we must have seen eight or nine seasons in, in quarantine. I, I've watched loads of it. It's, it's been most of my TV in quarantine. I, I love The Bachelor. Great. The Bachelor. I love it. Well, uh, we love a season pro. And uh, <laughs> we look forward to uh, your, your hot takes. Um, before we get into the season uh, or this episode, some Bachelor news. Jim, I don't know if you are aware, but Katie... And Blake announced their their breakup. Yeah, I don't know if you have any. Uh, I'm not a big Katie fan. Katie was probably my least favorite. Okay, right? am I allowed to say this? Yeah, in this podcast. Yeah, this is an open like platform. That. Yeah, we... I don't. I never liked Katie. Katie really pissed me off when she got really upset at the bloke because she started calling an actor and all that type of stuff. And she was like, "I'm in love. I've never been more happily in love." And then she started ripping into the bloke in the after the final race. Yeah. And it's like, what do you give a fuck for? You just found love. Move on with your life. What do you care for? I think she was more into that guy yeah. than she would have let on. Otherwise, he wouldn't have hurt her as much as he did. Blake bothered me because Blake, he falls in love at anything he does. <laughs> you, you just bring Blake in. He's just like, I'm really in love with this girl. Like, This is the one. This is the thing. And he's all Canadian and folksy. And then he he, 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 went, from, he went from Claire to Tasha to Katie. And he fell in love with all three of them, and he and it's like hits him so hard. Even his family go like this: "Come on, Blake, <laughs> you, you fell in love with the last two, mate." And he's like, "No, this one's different. This one's different." <laughs> he's right about that. Katie's definitely different than Claire and, and Tasha. Oh, he doesn't have a type, Blake. <laughs> He'll go for anybody. He doesn't have a type. 
I, available. I, I'm, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's available. He'll be on Paradise now, right? He'll he'll come out. Is he done a Paradise? I think he, he has. hasn't. Oh, he hasn't. Uh, and I would I would suspect that if he is interested, he would be uh, welcomed on it'd the be, beach. It'd be nice. I feel like Katie would do a Paradise. It wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. Uh, was it, was it, sex positive. They always say she's sex positive. She'd do. She'd do it. <laughs> That's what I always say. I never heard that yes. term so much in my life. I was like, all right, if you say so, I believe you. <laughs> well, we, we wish them both the best, but uh, is, there, yeah. is, there, is there details why they broke up? Is there uh is there well, a- they 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 released a a very like a as if a very perfect like like the PR person who released the statement didn't even make one custom line. It was just the generic statement for a breakup. It's like with a very mutual. Oh, so let me do this. Uh, they wish each other well. We're moving forward. Yes. All that type of and stuff. And they posted the same statement. I think my favorite part. I saw someone like it was Mike. Mike the Virgin was like he commented on Blake's post. Like really well written and thoughtful. Man, it was like the same statement as <laughs> <laughs> Katie. <laughs> Is he still a virgin, Mike? Mike the virgin? Uh, there's been no update, so yeah, yeah. No, I would okay. suspect why. Why what, give up now? Why is he holding on to it? It's just a religious thing, right? He's just. You know. I, I suspect you know you know how sometimes where you're just like people are just like I haven't seen Star Wars or I haven't seen the Titanic and they hold <laughs> on to it because like, like it's their thing they get to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel like maybe there's a little bit of that. Totally, a personality out of it. But I do feel like of the people who are famous virgins on the show, he was one of the less kind of high-key religious about it and more just like saving this for someone special. Yeah. I Again, I, I did like I his explanation. I you lose your virginity to someone unspecial because you're not doing your best work. By the time <laughs> yeah. you get to the special person, you want to be better at having sex, I reckon. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, every, yeah, I think everyone who hasn't been shamed by God and their parents would agree with you, but… Yeah, I think that's something you learn after the fact. It's like, oh, well. How, like, who wouldn't want to go have sex with the person they lost their virginity to again? Just to, you know, go, look at how much I've improved. Yeah. Yeah. A progress show report. Yeah. yeah, like an update. Yeah. Totally. Oh, I, I so my, my, my real last name is Nugent and Jeffries is the middle name and all that type of stuff. So stage reasons and all that type of stuff. I was telling the story about how I lost my virginity on stage. And the girl I lost my virginity to was in the audience and didn't know she was watching me. So that's like, would have spanner out. Wow. Wait, she didn't remember you? She remembered me but from my original name before I got into show business. I and mean, it was happened when we were 15. Okay. And basically at band camp type of a situation. It was a drama yeah, yeah. school, right? And so it <laughs> happened then. She lost her virginity as well. And then she's watching and I'm telling a story about it. And she's like, fucking hell, that's the bloke I lost my virginity to. But she didn't know that when she bought the ticket. Oh, no way. Yeah, Did yeah. you guys end up talking? And well, I already had a kid. Not oh, we ended up talking. Yeah, yeah we were yeah. pleasant to each other. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't, you know, we didn't hook up again or anything like that. Yeah, she she was she was brought there by some boyfriend who was more excited about the show than she was. <laughs> she it's like, you had sex with Jim Jeffries? It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that probably got weird next time, you know? All right, let's get into this episode. A, a couple of quick things. I, I was wrong a little bit. Uh, last week. I mean, it's episode one, but I, a couple things I definitely got wrong. First off, Ryan, I, I tried to empathize with maybe alternative situations. Maybe he didn't really know the show. Turns out he's just a bold faced liar. The guy last. The, the guy who had all the notes. Yeah. 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 That was insane. Yeah. And we spent some time, you know, obviously the show. Um, we we try to look at all the angles because it can be edited sure. and people overreact. And I thought, hey, well, maybe here's a guy who 
if he didn't watch the show all that much, it might make sense that his buddy's wife, who's been watching like 15 seasons, like gave him some notes. But this guy on his Instagram, I just think he's not particularly bright, went to the, before the pandemic, Bachelor mm. was doing like a road show where Ben Higgins was like the host. And I think uh, Becca Kufrin was his co-host. And they did like a, uh, like a, a bachelor live event. And so they'd have a, a bachelor from the local area and he would like date women from the audience or something. I don't know. <laughs> and this Ryan guy was there. I think he was, he was he the bachelor. So this motherfucker has been taking notes for a long. So he's just a bold face. Yeah, but also liar. just remember him. You don't yeah. need to bring Commit him. that to memory. Yeah, just go, okay. And there was some notes in there that were things like, and try not to be yourself because you're unpleasant. <laughs> Like it was like really like and try to hold down your temper because you've got a bit of I, I love how the camera crew at the end they just did that picture of like he was sitting on an apple box. Like <laughs> yeah. they like he wasn't even on a bit of furniture from the yeah. resort. They just given him like what the cameraman was sitting on to sit while he had to wait and he was just like, I don't understand. It's like my emotions were real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I couldn't agree more, but he's uh he's definitely a liar and I actually, after that, because I was, I was shocked that some he had notes about. You're right. Like mm. he was like, "You're an unpleasant, unlikable guy." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That's." Yeah, did, do you think that, that was him talking to himself? I thought that was the friend, right? We we assumed. I think but, it was the friend. It's one thing to have notes on her and notes on things that you you will get you a rose. You know, like if you have a sob story, don't let it out too early. Wait till you're on the brink of being kicked off and then throw out your sob story, right? But like he just, yeah, as it's, as you said, it was just like, you're very unpleasant. Remember to use deodorant. You often smell. <laughs> I, I was just kind of shocked by that. But anyway, it turns out he's just a, a yeah, liar. Yeah, so he could have disguised them so much better. Like you put those in like nice cards. No one's going to open that. Like you put them in like, there's so many ways to get away with that. Well, here's a question. Do they go through your bags? How do they find that? No, they don't. And I, I, what they do early on, and we mentioned this last week, is the first four days of before they start, they're in their hotel room. There's like a lot of pre-production stuff, photographs, interviews, and producers are in and out just kind of getting to know the cast. Hmm. And I think he just left it out. I mean, keep in mind, he knew this episode. I assumed he knew this would be talked about. And the picture of him as the bachelor on Bachelor Live was still on his Instagram. So I, I just don't think he's, <laughs> he's, not, he's not trying bright. to hide anything. Weird. It's, you know, it's, isn't that kind of weird? It's like he, you would think he'd be like, you know, I probably should delete this before the episode comes out because I sit there and tell America that I don't know anything about the show. And, and yet I was the bachelor on their road show. Well, I, we got to assume now that people who go on the show do know something about the show. The idea of people like just, oh, it was just suggested by a friend. Like when I spoke to you, you said that that was basically what happened to you. You had friends who, but I feel like, okay, so what, who was the little guy that looked like a troll last year? Hunter? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So, so Hunter, he was a real, he was a real, all right, if you get through week five, this is what you do if you get through that. Top four. Top four, top four. I know what the top four is. Yeah, yeah that guy, yeah. right? He, I mean, he. I think he was a fan. And like myself, and I think a lot of guys, especially the men who might not have been fans, they do their homework. Like I, yeah. I bought a couple seasons, watched it for the first time. You know, I talked to some of my, you know, guy friends, girlfriends who had watched the show and, I was like, what, what should, what, what should I do? So like, 
Yeah, it, it would make sense. Um, but he he just got caught in a lie. He did you like, have Did lie. you have any tactics, or did you just go in be myself? Did you have one thing? Not to sound corny, but I really did. I was trying not to be the villain. I did that poorly, in a sense, because <laughs> I ended up being the villain the first season. But I did the whole like I'm just gonna be myself. And once I got in that bubble, I I liked her, and that yeah. was kind of death's door for me, in a sense, because I once once I liked her. I was like, I got to make this real. So I became really earnest and really serious. And, and, but once I showed up, I was just like, you know, every, I was just, you know, people at work be like, you, you're not going to go there for love. Right. And I was like, no, of course not. Like I was going for the experience of like, I didn't think I was going to like show up and, and fall in love. But I was, once I went and like got there, I was like, all right, well, I should be open to course, seeing yeah. what happens. And I think that's what m the majority of the people who go, that's probably their honest uh, take on things. I'd like to be a contestant. And my wife's up for me doing it as well. But obviously, that'll hamper it. Me having a baby and all that type of stuff, right? I can't be on it. Could they just be you gotta like, spin it. You gotta make it a plot point, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Are, is Jim there for the right reasons? Is it just <laughs> he's got a wife and kid. Is he there for the right reasons? <laughs> My wife likes the show. Hi, honey. Yeah. Got got every there. interview. <laughs> I'm on TV. Yeah. <laughs> You're just a comedian trying to get a bigger Instagram following. Well, I, I, we we were talking off air about like uh, Jamie and like, I always believe that everyone has a sob story. Everyone and so the sob story is gonna go from. We grew up really poor, and sometimes my mother had to work two jobs, and my dad left, and there's always that level of, uh, all sure. right, fine. And then there's the weakest one of them all is… I got yeah, broken up with. My, I, got, I got dumped. Yeah. Or you're a 27-year-old whose grandparent just died. Which is <laughs> yeah. like, that's what they're fucking meant to do. Their grandparents, you're 27. That's a reasonable thing to have happen in your life. It's like, I was really close with Pop Pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's still sad. I'm, not, like, I'm yeah. not belittled, but yeah. it's not like… But then like… It's called life. Jamie dropped his sub story on his first solo date and he uh, he had a doozy. You did. You can't be that. I was like, he started off like the, and I was doing really good at school and they moved me up a grade and my dad was never around. I was like, oh, here we go. My dad wasn't around. And then boom, his mum killed herself. Fucking hell, that's roses all day. That's, uh, that was, I felt sorry for him. I, I, I really did. I honestly, at the time, well, let's backtrack a little bit. Sorry, did I jump ahead on your podcast? We, we jumped. Uh, we we jump all the, around all the time, but when Jamie got the rose, it's you know you got I call him Skippy. Who's who's Skippy? Chris S will forever be Skippy <laughs> on this show. He just looks like one of those like hey guys like wanna wanna hang out. Yeah yeah, yeah. He's, yeah he's always got a bit of that. Sarah Gun, hey, get your body rubbed whenever you want. As long as you want with Theragun, you don't have to bug your significant other anymore or certainly try to rub yourself because, well, it's just inefficient and hard and you can never like get into those, you know, like need to get in places. But with Theragun, who you can get anywhere you want. And let me tell you, it, it is it, it is life changing and life saving. You can work out muscles, kinks. Uh, maybe you have an injury from whatever. Maybe it's just you're sore from working out or maybe you just want a good old fashioned rub. Theragun is there to get your rub needs met. That's right. And it's such a, a great value, uh, $199, $199. That's literally one, maybe two massages. And you can get a massage now anytime you want for the rest for, I mean, every day, every day. Many of the top athletes in sports teams like Real Madrid and people like Paul George and DeAndre Hopkins are using Theragun. 
Yours truly uses it every day. I take it with me wherever I go on trips, traveling. It is a true life changer and it is the best gift you can give and receive to anyone because who doesn't like to be rubbed? Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to therabody.com slash V-I-A-L-L T-H-E-R-A B-O-D-Y.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's therabody.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Get your drink on. That's right. With Rum Haven. Rum Haven is made with real coconut water and has no artificial flavors or preservatives. It's great on its own and you can mix it with almost anything for a delicious cocktail. I mean, listen, just uh, we're in fall season. The holidays are upon us, but we want to keep that tropic vibe 365 days around. Rum Haven is great uh, on its own. It's also great uh, with a little sweet pineapple and club soda for a haven on earth. My particular favorite is a Cocojito. That's a tart lime mint club soda. So many great options with Rum Haven. It's delicious. Everyone loves it. You got coconut water in it too, which is, has like a nice little healthy, like hydrating element to it. Discover more recipes that will help you sip into paradise at rumhaven.com. It's a mixable, a variety of different flavors, great cocktail recipes. It's so delicious. I love it. Try it now, rumhaven.com. You know, Jamie makes the classic mistake of he gets the date. It's the first one. And I don't fault Jamie for this. Like, maybe it comes from a place of insecurity a little bit. But, like, on this show, they want their especially men on the show to just, as, as Skippy said... He's not grateful or happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, what the fuck is that? Like, good for Jamie for he might have gone about the right way and definitely, you know, didn't sound very attractive when he said it, but he is implying that he's looking for his equal. Like, I want her to like me, which is a normal thing. He sort of implied that he goes, Well, maybe I won't like her. Yeah. Which so is a, knows? early on, guys are like, What the fuck, bro? Like yeah, she's a god. Um, I wasn't that big a Michelle fan when she was on the other season. Really? And now I am. Now that she's a bachelorette, I've, I've turned. Pr- I thought she was nice and pretty and all that stuff, but I didn't think she had much going on. And now I'm a sucker for a, for a school teacher. As soon as they started that, the kid's like, okay, how many guys do you think I've done? And also she's teaching fifth grade. And so all the, all the kids are going to come back. So the fantasy suites, miss. You know what I mean? Like that's always got to be harder in that occupation. <laughs> like it's hard. When, it's hard when your parents have to watch the show, right? You must have had some things with your parents. Sure, but then yeah. when you've got like so fifth graders, what are they? Ten? That's a that's a hard thing to explain. Yeah, ten and eleven. That's a good point in terms of like worrying about what people think of you on that show. Being a teacher has got to be one of the hardest. Yeah. Now the thing is, those kids shouldn't be watching the show. They're too young, so that's really up. But to the, the parents, up to the parents, but your peers, the parents, the parents teacher conferences, yeah. you know, the <laughs> principal, you know, it could get it could get weird. But right off the bat, when Jamie was saying, like accepting his day card, I could tell it was going to go a little uh, awry for him, if that's the right word. Nate rolled his eyes, and more importantly, Clayton rolled his eyes. Which I don't know if you know this, but they've already announced the new Bachelor. It's not? Yes, they have. Well, the story's broken. It's Clayton? They haven't announced it? Yeah, I know. Oh, ABC hasn't? Anyways, it's it's the world's worst kept secret then. Clayton is your next Bachelor. So Clayton obviously doesn't win. I, I, he doesn't me, win. Me, me and the wife, we bet on him like the horses. And uh, Clayton so, was one of my picks. So mm, he obviously doesn't win. He so. does not win. Sorry about he makes it, that. He makes it far, though. Far enough. Well, 
He it, he looks like a Clayton. He does. He, he could be Clayton Kershaw's little brother. I'm in a family of Claytons. Yeah, he could actually. Quite, <laughs> he kind of kind of kind of looks like him. But it's interesting this season now that we know he's the Bachelor. You know, most of the time when they are airing, they they'll film the season, and then when they go in the editing room, they certainly have like who are their like guys they like or women they like. Who do they think has? what it takes to be the next Bachelor, but they don't know how the audience is going to react. So the edit will kind of dictate certain things. And because, you know, they decided to go to Clayton for, you know, maybe because Joe got engaged or Michael A. couldn't do it or, you know, guys from the season, they picked Clayton. And now you know that Clayton is going to give, they're going to do whatever they can to make him look as great as possible. Oh, okay. The the Bachelor edit, right? He is like... And so, which couple things I want to point out. How unimpressive and boring is Clayton so far? Two episodes in. Unbelievably. Unbelievably. I only picked him as one of my bets because they did, after the first episode, they did the, this year on The Bachelor. And then, like, Clayton was in a lot of scenes. And I'm like, all right. Because he's your next Bachelor. Clayton sticks around. So I put me money on Clayton. Here's me talking about, like, oh, you shouldn't let a 10 or 11-year-old watch it. But my my eight-year-old son has three picks as well. <laughs> he gets to pick things as well. So. Well, we'll go through your picks at the end of uh, the episode. We only do three each because there's people you don't even worry about. But I think I lost one of mine already. But my my wife was straight in on Joe, like before oh, yeah. anything. And I think Joe's a front runner. Oh yeah, big time. I was yeah. I was. She's got Joe and Jamie. She's she's killing it. My wife. Oh yeah. That was a well. I mean, also like it was pretty clear. Oh, early on that she liked both those guys. I've got Clayton, Romeo, and uh, not Rodney. Rodney's not got a chance in hell. Um, <laughs> Does anyone have Nate? Yeah, because Nate. Nate Ro- Romeo and Rick. I've got Clayton, Romeo, and Rick. Rick. I think Rick's got crazy eyes. I don't like David you have, Copperfield. You have no chance of winning. I don't. I, don't, <laughs> I, don't think I, I mean, maybe. I just don't see those. I, I like Romeo's a good-looking guy. Romeo, Romeo is, I kept. I was like, I'm trying to find my like, you know, underdogs. You know, guys totally. where we haven't, like, you know, clearly Nate and Joe for sure now. Obviously, Jamie, mm, we'll see. But Romeo, like, well, I don't know. What about um, What's wrong with Will? Romeo? Oh, I, I like him. I was early in the episode when he was, I loved his answer, like 36,000. And all these guys are just, you know, infinity. infinity, 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 infinity you know, infinity. it's like yeah. all thinking they're really clever. And, and then, he's yeah. like, I try to figure out how many seconds are in a day. Amazing. Although how annoying would that be being told you're pretty every second of the day that would yeah Fuck it after like eight seconds they'd be like you know what i get it thank you please stop blake's like i gotta write this down man <laughs> it's a it's a great line but it was smooth you know also he's just like i'm a i, I studied mathematics at harvard what a flex I, I think i spoke to you about on my podcast uh chris g uh, I, I have a i have a real issue with, with uh bachelors and bachelorettes that are motivational speakers yes we do too what the fuck is that? If, if you can, the only way you can be a motivational speaker is if you've had to achieve something. And the minimum is Everest. You've got to have climbed Everest or you've had to get over a severe cancer. That's your minimum. You have to have done something inspiring. You can't just... You have to be at least over 35 at a minimum? Yeah. But, like but, some life lessons? But, but all social media is fucking motivational speaking. 
You just scroll through your Instagram. It's like a day without thing is not a real day and treat people well and whatever the fuck they say. But oh, we're being bombarded with these little messages that we're doing. And then this cunt thinks, oh, sorry, I, I use that word. I'm Australian. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> Gestures to the women. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't talking about either of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I use it on men as well. Yeah. You see, that's the weird thing about like being Australian or British. We use the C word on men. And so it's a little bit of an adjustment. But oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, this fella... <laughs> Right? This, this fella, what's he motivating? How's he motivating any anybody? I mean, kids, I guess. So a little bit better than Carl. Yeah, Carl, Carl. Carl was a bad motivational speaker. He had a web page <laughs> where he was like charging $10,000 for business advice. I don't think anyone, I don't think he sold one package, but he it was available for purchase. And what would be the business advice? I don't know. If you get a product, you got to make your overheads low and your product reasonably priced. And you got to sell That's it at that rate. That's probably what he would say. Yeah, like yeah, a, a bit of that. A yeah. very like 101, he would be like, I don't know. Like, like RL, supply, demand, you know. ROI is important, <laughs> you know, like... Know who your customer is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sell the value. And how um, do you find those customers? That's the key. Yeah. <laughs> I think they find you. Yeah, yeah. You, but go, I you go on The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I, in, in defense to Chris, I think he is, his kids are his target demo. So assembly. Which, what I'm hearing is he speaks at assemblies. Yeah, yeah. but he's a motivational speaker from Nova Scotia. Yeah, Maybe it's like I, I've, been there. Like, I've been there. The, all the motivation would be like, you have to move out of Nova Scotia. <laughs> this is my motivation for you. Try to go to a big city. There's more opportunities. Um, yeah. I, to I, all my fans in Nova Scotia, I'll see you soon. Hey, all you mobile video games out there, I got an absolutely banger of a new mobile game for you. That's right. Switchcraft. It's super fun, super entertaining, and um, you're going to love it. It's a match three game, uh, which can be a lot of fun, but it seems like uh, the problem with some of these match three games that are out there is that it seems like uh, they're all kind of the same. The themes, the characters change, but overall, it's the same boring format. Until now, Switchcraft is a brand new Take on match three games as you play. You unlike pieces of a beautiful, magical, and gripping graphic novel. Switchcraft is a mobile game with a unique blend of TV-worthy writing, choose-your-own-adventure-style narrative, and thousands of magical match three levels. Uh, they have diverse characters in Switchcraft. The story features over 85 characters from a variety of different cultural backgrounds, as well as uh, differently abled and uh, LGBTQ characters. Well, if you like uh, compelling writing and a great immersive story, you're going to love Switchcraft. Join what many people are calling the greatest mobile game of all time. It's so fun. It's so entertaining. You and your friends will love it. Download Switchcraft for free and unlock the magical mystery now. I, I did think his poem was charming, and I, I don't think he's going to go far. I was wrong about him. Also, I was really wrong about uh, Peter. I thought Peter would be, like, again, someone who, like, maybe looks like a clear villain but might surprise you. No, you, he is... you liked his suit too on night one. No, I didn't like his suit. Yes, I just did. liked that Play he back owned the it. Clip. <laughs> I liked that he I thought he was gonna be like surprisingly charming and it turns out he's surprised like unsurprisingly. Oh petty. yeah, Peter's done that thing where it's like she's like, I heard yelling over there and he's like, ah. Oh. That is so out of character yeah. for me. And then it's like every scene's him throwing a jacket in the pool. Like, so you know he's staying. And they're oh. just like, he's just a shitster and he's like yelling, that's not me. He's just got a temper on him, old Peter, or he's being edited badly. But, no, but that's that's clear. Also, because and and Peter goes when when Will, which bummed what Will went home. I really wanted him to stay. But when Will calls him a narcissist, Peter goes, yeah, I don't care what he has to say about like his some version of I don't care what he thinks about me only to call him over, fight with him, yeah, yeah. care very much. Like 
it would what a flex it would have been to like actually not care. And what's a pizza entrepreneur? But what? That just you have a pizza place, or is he going to revolutionize pizza? I don't know, but what I do know, he doesn't know how to follow like simple like directions of ingredients, which I thought was a concern because pizza, <laughs> in a way, was like you know you have to like do things in order. Yeah, and it's he, systematic. It's every other person was like, oh yeah, no problem. Okay, put the put the salt in, put the juice in, and boom. And he's just like, I got nothing. Do you think she's attracted to Peter? No. No, you don't think there's any any chemistry. Because remember that like that Hannah B season where there was that blonde guy, what's his name that no one liked? Luke. Luke. Yeah, Luke P, right? Yeah. I and it, everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? Why does she? But she was hot for him. She had something in her belly about him. And I was worried that maybe Peter might stay a bit. Peter? Too- yeah, I don't know. I feel like she likes him a little bit. No, it's funny that you bring him up because Jamie is potentially Luke P. And what I mean by that is and we, let's just talk about Jamie a little bit. Um, she clearly likes him. He got out of a limo. One of the few people that Michelle was like, I like this guy. Mm. And, and then on night one, she said to Jamie, there's no awkward moments with you. So she's really validated him. And, and, and that's significant. Out of a night one, 30 guys, you, you, you remember two or three people. And Jamie's mm. one of the guys that she remembers. They go on this date. I thought it was significant that Michelle was like, you know, and it tracks, right? Michelle's clearly like, she's a teacher. She's very confident. She's been successful her whole life, well-spoken. She handles conflict well. But when she says, I'm usually the one who's the coach in the relationship, I thought that was like really relatable for someone who's like, because she has all these qualities, she's probably used to dating men where she kind of probably feels like she's been babysitting or like constantly critiquing them and she's looking for her equal. So when Jamie is on the state and he's good at this rock climbing thing and, and offering her like, she, she's like, Oh, I'm, I'm leaning on him. I like that quality in him yeah. and all these things. So she likes him. And the bachelorette is always the most interesting when the lead really likes a guy that everyone else. That all the men don't like. Yeah. And and that gets really compelling. And the big question is: Will Jamie burn out based on what happened, or well, he's, or, or or Michelle after like empathizing with this story? Like I'm, I think he's going to stick around for a while. I think it's going to take a while before they realize that he was lying. And what he was lying about was the whole whole. Oh, everyone in the house is talking about it. We we're all talking. It was just him and one bloke, and he brought it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, oh yeah. He goes, everyone saw. He goes. I got a boy who lives in Minnesota, a friend of mine, and he saw you in a bar and he's like, oh, you already paired up with some guy who was a light-skinned baller and uh, everyone's talking about it. And it's like, you're the only bloke who's talking about it. You <laughs> I, it I wonder if other people were, were talking about it because one of the guys in that foursome mm. was the one who said, I think it was Martin. He's like, so like, what's up with Joe and Michelle? So... I don't think Jamie lied about that other people are talking about. I think he wildly exaggerated yeah. that er- like he went from two people talking about it yeah. to like, the you whole know, when you're in a fight, like everyone. everyone, everyone thinks this about you. Like, and you're like, who's everyone in like one other person, you know, but I don't understand what's the problem. Let's say she was dating before the bachelorette. Who gives a shit? Of course. It's, it's like, you're going to be dating. 
You're but, allowed to date. You, you don't go in there with a boyfriend or a husband, but you, you, you're allowed to go on dates. Well, if you've ever watched the show, the show, like, they, they will make villains out of nothing, and you're not supposed to have an advantage, and everyone's supposed to be in it for the right reasons. And mm. if you're the lead or any of the guys who, like, talked to a, you know, if you're a heterosexual person who talked to the opposite sex weeks before filming, I think we talked about this on your yeah. podcast, they'll be like, so-and-so was dating someone, and then they broke up, and you're just like, were you dating someone before coming yeah, on the show? You're like, a, yeah. <laughs> but they act, they, in, in the past, people have been crucified for that very thing. And also, it sounds like Joe slipped into a DMs years ago and then ghosted her. Yeah. And then uh, thought, it, which it seems like a weird thing to think you're out of it. But also, look, I've been on apps and stuff like that. It's sometimes it's just that you find someone else and you you lose interest or your life's busy or you whatever. You forget. You forget. You like you talk because at that stage when you're talking to someone in the DMs, you're probably talking to ten people until you find one that you yeah. want to focus on, and those other nine people sort of go the uh, by the side, you know. And last week we guessed like how extensive that conversation was, and Michelle. I added context. He said there was two messages back and forth. So like yeah, yeah. That, ha that shit happens all, all the time. Right. Like someone's trying to play hard to get and taking a little while to respond. The other person's like, I've lost interest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know. Like, whatever. Jamie handled the situation really, really, really poorly. And it's certainly a bad luck when all the other guys. He shouldn't have said anything. There's shouldn't no have said point. anything. He, was, he had a rose on his lapel. He was riding high. He was doing fine. Why didn't he bring this up to Michelle on their date? Is yeah. a, a, a one question that I have, like, that would have been a great time to be like, hey, I, we're having a great time, but like, here's this like really weird thing. And I just want to like be upfront with you. I heard this thing, whatever. That would have been fine had he heard that and questioned it. But yes, he was gossiping with other mm. uh, guys in the house. I don't care, but I do care. He said, I don't care. And how he cared minutes apart. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the same group. Do we have, do we offer, like, for a guy who, whose mom uh, died by suicide, who clearly had a tough childhood, I probably doesn't trust a lot of people in his circle. He handled this poorly, but, like, I, I don't fault him after Michelle, like, called out the group for him just, like, not saying anything. I don't fault him for owning it up to those guys because he doesn't know those guys or trust those guys. Yeah. And I, he's probably waiting to talk to Michelle. And I, I think, wonder. I think in his mind, he's telling the, like the truth. Like he thought because one person talked to him, he's like, oh, they're all chatting about it. Where it's really just a yes. closed conversation. I think it's a situation got, he exaggerated. He, 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 yeah, he got caught up in this bubble, was not expecting Michelle to address the group. Yeah. And he thought, this was going on. But also, isn't it fair to criticize those other four men for not saying anything? When Michelle was like, hey, everyone knows this. I feel like there should be some dialogue here. And no one said anything. I, I thought, hey, for all the guys who, like Joe and, and Nate, what a missed opportunity to step up and be like, hey, like Michelle, like, I just want to say, like, I don't know what they're, they're talking about, but I've, I've never questioned you. You're we're good. Mm. Like, so I just want to get that out of there. And no one stepped up in that situation. I think it was a missed opportunity. And for the Mar Martin, Martin heard Jamie's like story. Martin, he told Martin that I, sh I saw Michelle do X, Y, and Z. And having been in that world, what I'm confident in saying, like, there's a lot. Ha 
most of the room has no idea what Michelle's talking about. But there is a handful of guys who are in that group, and some of the guys were talking about it. And the reason why they're not saying anything and they're not going up to Jamie is Jamie knows Michelle's talking about him. Right. But there's a, probably five or six guys who are wondering if Jamie's talking about them. And they don't know. And they think they might be guilty. And they're not saying anything and playing dumb because they're worried that they were gossiping about this Joe and and they don't know the edit and they don't know and they don't know so they're <laughs> they're also not saying anything so like while I know like Jamie handled the shitty and he's definitely the one who got it wrong there's some of these other guys aren't as innocent like why isn't Martin like addressing Jamie head on and be like hey you clearly were the one <laughs> who yeah, told yeah, Michelle yeah, yeah. this like what's up but he may have spoken to some other people old Martin I I J- Jamie is not the only one who was talking about uh, Joe and Michelle's connection. Like in that world, once a rumor gets out, it spreads like a virus mm. and, and they constantly talk about. So it is, n- I bet half the, half the house. Yeah, but what's the rumor that she was out in a nightclub with a bloke? Like it's oh, a totally. pretty weak ass rumor. Or was the rumor that she's been dating Joe? I mean, who knows, right? Yeah, yeah. It just it just has to start with some stupid thing. But I always think these okay, so so I heard that Katie was dating the Canadian bloke before the show, and I've heard different rumors and stuff like that. And I always wonder, like, okay, so let's say Michelle was dating Joe. Why the fuck bother going on the show then? Just go, all right, I'll see you afterwards if you're already dating him. It just sure. seems like a weird Well, that's what we do. Like if let's say Michelle and Joe were dating. Right. And, yeah. and it's this whole setup. That's what people would say. Like, kind of like Paradise. They would say, the Brendan and Piper. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you just not come? So there's a little bit of like accusations towards Michelle, like in that vein of, mm. well, if you knew the guy, why are you two here? But like, she didn't know the guy. I also loved how. Uh, or say you could meet someone better. No one ever thinks of that. You might go on and go, oh, I was going for that fella, but I met this fella. Anyway. Totally. Malik and Spencer, though, I really like they're in that group and they're just like, I don't know, like they didn't hear the rumor and they were just like, I don't really care. I Well, and Spencer even said he was like, even if that's true, I'm not going to take away from my time with her by talking about this. He yeah, was like, like, it's not worth it I to like me. Spencer. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of, I like him. Yeah. Potentially which, which an underdog. Spencer? Which one's Spencer? Give me a look here. Yeah. He was part of that. He's the one with the son, right? He has a three-year-old son. Yeah, that- I thought that was him because he was like, I have a three-year-old. And then she asked if he had a photo when they were on the group date. Yeah. I also think Rodney might be a sneaky underdog. How do you have a photo if you don't have your phone with you? Is he just carrying a photo around in his wallet? Like it was in his school? wallet, yeah. In a wallet. Or they might be like, hey, here's here's your phone it's for like this purpose. It's like an eight purpose. by 10 headshot. He's like, yeah. here's my child. <laughs> they would like, he would probably like send the pictures of his son to a producer and the producer would hand him his phone on airplane mode or some shit like that so they could show um, Michelle. And what does Spencer do for them? I can't find him on the sheet. I don't know who Spencer Financial is. crimes analyst. He's at the very a financial, financial crimes, crimes analyst. So I was so like one of these people who like found out that Wells Fargo was up to no good or something like that. Yeah, he's like yes, he's catching white. Is it like white collar crime? Then he's just like going after. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting, man. <laughs> I hope yeah, that's, so. That's, that's a real thing. <laughs> I unfortunately was right about PJ. Ah. Mm. <sighs> PJ, the firefighter smoke smooth. show. Absolute, Absolute smoke show. literal smoke show. No, truly smoke <laughs> show. Are you like PJ? I, I thought PJ was 
Very charming. He was just hot. Yeah, he's hot. <laughs> I tell you, he got no airplay. Uh, par deep. I, the one thing they showed was him. He was the one who took that shot on the basketball date that was like nowhere near the hoop. Michelle's like, nope. Yeah, no. Michelle like, likes X. an athlete. I mean, she also, she's the smarty pants. She certainly wants her like cerebral like equal. Bolton, yeah. But she doesn't, I don't think Michelle needs a Romeo, but she, you know, she wants someone who can hoop a little bit. Like, you know, maybe Nate, like, he missed a layup or whatever, but like she sees Nate's potential and maybe she doesn't criticize Nate for his lack of basketball schools because she's like, you're Canadian. You guys don't play basketball, but like and Nate's they, not and, Canadian. And they do play basketball, but I, 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 I always… I, I, I got all of Canada being like, we play basketball. <laughs> Toronto Rappers run the championship. I'd be it's a, just not I'd as big as that, hockey. I'd be on that date with her going, no, we'll just picnic down here. I don't have to climb up the mountain. <laughs> yeah. That seems like a lot. Like, do you ever look at dates like that where you're just like, what are they going to make us do? It seems like physical exertion. Like, the one on one dates normally are like you eat sushi off each other. And then, like, sometimes the group dates are like you're going to punch each other in the face, right? But like, that one was like climbing up a mountain. Do, does he get any say in that? The group dates? This one on one date where he's like going up oh, the thing. No, no, no. He but, just walks up and he has to do it. Yeah. They're, they're, the group dates are all, like, all the dates are pre planned by producers. I mean, because you have to, like, these are, they have to organize this stuff. And, you know, there's, I mean, you're going to climb mountains, so you have to have, there's legal involved in that. And But are you allowed to rock up? And like, at the moment, I've got a sore ro rotator cuff. Am I allowed to go, oh, I can't right now because it's a bit much well, to get up Well, again, when, 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 when they're prepping for the show and they're in the hotel room for four days sitting around, those are like, those are like conversations you're having. So like, the fact, it wasn't shocking that Jamie knew how to rock climb. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, 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 right. You know, right. so like, what are the favorite activities you like to do? And Jamie's like, I don't know. I've climbed some rocks, you know. Also, they, they love a really good sad story to kick off the one-on-one -on -one dates. So, ah, so they had him straight in there. Because the bike who comes in next with his sad story about the, and I never found my bike again. That guy's got nothing on suicide <laughs> mum. I don't know if you can top that in terms of emotional vulnerability no no no. that one that one that one i i was like oh I'll give him a rose <laughs> yeah totally i i got teared up for sure i mean like you know a little verklempt in the in the throat also michelle like i really give her a lot of props because that's an awkward moment to be a part of like i don't know what i would have said other than well, like, and she didn't and he even complimented her on that because he's like so many people just say i'm so oh, sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah. and i and probably would have didn't said something say like i'm sorry and she was just like i'm proud of you yeah the the group date, uh, the basketball group date, I mean, that was like a one-on-one -on -one with Michelle and Joe. Imagine being the other guys just watching those two. I've never seen two people flirt so hard. It was like playing basketball while having sex. It was like foreplay. Make, yeah. Yes. Michelle was like, oh, it was, was like a hot good and heavy. Pass, Joe. Yeah. I was, I <laughs> but was even when it on. was the two of them on the court alone. She was like, you're going to let me shoot from out here. You're going to let me shoot. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And the rest of them are just standing on the sidelines saying absolutely nothing. <laughs> if I'm on the sidelines, I'm like, fuck, these two make so much sense. I'm out. Like, they looked great together. Yeah, but that's just because they're both good at basketball. Sure. But there's anything. a, what, There's a chemistry there. What NBA players have had children with WNBA players? Not many. Fine, but I'm just saying. You know, like if you, if this is your guy, they can both play basketball. It's not know? that they can play basketball. That there is a they're clearly into each other, and they also can play basketball. Oh, I've dated female comedians. Not fun. Not fun. <laughs> 
I've done it a couple of times. I won't do it anymore. There's too much fucking shop talk. I think I think that you don't want that. That is a good point in the sense that. But she yeah. doesn't play basketball anymore, right? She just sort of played it in college. Yeah, I think she likes basketball. She used to play. You're right that I think a lot of people don't want to like date someone they work with. It's oh. just it's too much shop talk. Have it's, you ever dated no someone who's just like you? Terrible. You're terrible. I got enough self hate. I don't want to be around that person. You know what yeah. I mean? Terrible. I dated someone who was exactly like me, the exact same person. It was the worst. Really? Thing I but I don't think Joe and Michelle are the same. I think they both like basketball. I think Joe's kind of an introverted person. I don't think, I think Michelle's more extroverted. What does Joe do now that he's not a professional basketball player? He isn't, seems to be like in real estate. Like it's everyone says they're in real estate when jobs don't work out. They, they showed him it. like remodeling properties. Yeah, he's in development. In real estate, I think he just flips houses. Okay, he's just a house flipper. So we should, no, no, I'm just no, saying, no. like real estate developer. Like, there's nothing wrong with house flipping. People but make like you, oh, I know you can be a millionaire, but it's nobody's first it. choice of career. Like it's never like nobody talking about. Oh no, there's a bloke in my street who puts something in my mailbox all the time, and he's off fucking Melrose Place. I remember him. What do you mean? There's a ton of people whose house flipping is their first choice. You think no. they go to college or like, or just whatever, like. I'm not saying it's something that when you're nine, you're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? But they're like house flipper. But I think you grow up, you're like, I'm not saying it's a bad estate. option. I'm just saying, I don't think it's an option many people hone in on early. I think it's one that gets presented in the wake of less. Yeah, and you've, I wouldn't. But I would also argue you have to have a certain level of capital to invest in the houses to start with. So Not clearly he's been successful. Well, how do you buy the house to flip You get it? a mortgage and then you You could flip. be savvy. He could have had one job making a modest living and had a goal in mind <laughs> and saved up and got a bank loan and focused on his credit and like, you know, shaving. You start off pile. with like a small house, like a doll's house. <laughs> and you, you flip, flip that. <laughs> then you move up to a dog house. Yeah, dog house, tree house. And you get up to house house. <laughs> I just, I don't, I'm not like, the original def- one you actually just flip with a spatula. Defending house flippers, but like it's not a bottom of the barrel job. <laughs> I wasn't saying it was bottom of the barrel. I, just I think- am. It's the bottom of the barrel job. <laughs> if you're at home and you're flipping houses, wake up to yourself. The you're property brothers have made quite a living off of it. I, just, I, again, not a bottle of, bottom of the barrel job, just one that I don't think people tend to seek out originally. I think it's one they find. Yes, I it don't think, them. you know. Nowadays, when they're like, I want to be a YouTube star, astronaut, and professional athlete, I don't think number five is house flipper, but like either is accountant, you know, or salesman. I've met the property brothers. They're nice. They yeah, were. nice guys. Yeah. I, I was doing a gig in Vegas and I had like the people come up and go, um, one of the property uh, brothers want to speak to you. And I never heard of the fucking property brothers. And I thought it was someone who owned the casino. And I'm like, all right, if they want to come and speak to me. I don't know what I've just performed in the theater. I don't have much to say. Like a lovely property. Thanks for having me. But it was one of the property brothers. No, they're charming guys. Yeah, charming guys. What do we think about Brendan? Can't spell, got the group date rose. Right. Allie stuck her tongue out, rolled her eyes, and vomited. So you hate him. <laughs> he like acts like a child. He's like his little smooth. He's like, she's like, oh, you're staring into my eyes. He's like. I just want to go home and have a dream about you. I was like, (laughs) I mean, yes, what he said was corny for sure. And Michelle appropriately called him out. Brandon's one of me picks as well. And he handled it well. I don't know. Like, of course it was cheesy, but like. I just feel like she's a woman and he's a boy. Yeah, she does look, he does look like a child next to her. It's like, uh, it's not going to work out. Oh, I don't think Brandon's going to win. He seems like a nice lad and he's a traveling, traveling nurse. 
I've yeah, he's like, one with Noah energy. Yeah, he was the one we identified night one as having some like swag to him. And then also I think Michelle is clearly charmed by it. Like even if she's a more mature than that, that, that I think it, it makes her a little giggly and happy. That's perfect. Noah energy. Yeah, you could have a little weekend away with him. You're not going to marry the fella. Yeah. Same <laughs> yeah. as uh, who's that blonde guy that used to have the long hair that everyone liked. He's got a bit of that. John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones. John <laughs> yeah. Paul Jones, and the, Noah, and this fella. Why Noah will go far, farther than like why Mich- like Michelle, yeah, she's, I don't think she's like, I see him. It's because he's a talker. He can talk. And in that world, like breaking uncomfortable silence and like just talking mm. is, is the greatest currency you can have in that world because Michelle's going, that's why PJ went home, right? PJ, like Nate connection. Joe connection, Jamie connection. And by the time she gets to PJ, she's like, you're hot. But PJ is probably just like, hey, what's up? You know, hey, let's play some bags. And he doesn't talk much, which is fine. Like he just, and so she's like, I don't know. I don't have a connection. And you just want someone when it's your 15th conversation of the night to like be the one who carries the conversation. Has there been a comedian on the show? There must have been someone who tried to further because there's been so many people who were like, I'm a singer-songwriter, and then they they get together and they sing a song. I, they it, do a bit of that. But has there ever been a comedian just trying yeah. out bits Has all the a time? rough do- date and then is like, I gotta do type five yeah, yeah. <laughs> in front of all the guys. That's a good question. Of all the random ass jobs that we see, I don't ever remember like comedian There's being tons on of the, him. There's tons of them. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if you're gonna go on as a comedian, like the way to go is to do a character like Sasha Baron Cohen style, but you gotta do it like well executed so that way you make it far enough to have a high impact. Well, it's kind of like actor. Yeah, I think we've seen that before, but if you're serious about that craft, you don't go on The Bachelor. Like I'm sure, like, you know, Katie apparently is giving comedy a, a, a try. Oh, she's doing stand-up, is she? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, <laughs> God. I'll have to see you around the traps. <laughs> you could say hi. I'll say hi. I'm not a big Katie fan. Grumpy person. Yeah. But yeah, she might be good at stand-up. Right, well, I wish Katie a lot of luck yeah. with the stand-up. I think I'm going to get in trouble for saying You should book her, you know? You need an opening act for I, your next I, tour. <laughs> I can get her to open up for me. That's good. On the, on I, I the think sex positive show. Opening up, doing a show with Whitney Cummings. She's opening up for Whitney. I think she was on Whitney's podcast and they struck up a rapport. I saw her tweet something, Katie, about, uh, you know, maybe maybe it's like an opportunity Whitney's, that Whitney's providing Whitney's her. very good. Whitney's a friend of mine. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll ring Whitney up and I'll tell you what the scuttlebutt is on that. All right. Jamie, what do we think is going to happen with Jamie? Uh, Jamie, Jamie, Does he go Jamie. home next week or do you think no. he sticks around They'll for have a like a tumultuous couple of weeks. They'll go back and forth because we need like the tension to build like the Luke Parker situation. Yeah, he's got to be like the last rose of yeah. the next rose mm-hmm. ceremony. And then maybe he goes home after that. I think Peter goes home first and then we'll have Jamie remaining. And Peter's just kind of like whatever. Peter's there for drama. Skippy's there for drama. But like well, Michelle really likes Jamie. So the question is, I just don't think you're going to, because Jamie, because Michelle likes Jamie, this is not like a producer's like, let's keep him around, so to speak, because like you don't care about him and like he's, he talks. But like if, if Jamie, the question is, will Jamie be able to say the right things to Michelle in private that whether good enough for us will justify what he said to Michelle and 
will they be able to like stretch that out before Michelle finally is like, you know what? I tried to give you a chance. You've continued to prove to me that maybe you're not, you know, who I thought you were. But ultimately, like there are things to like about Jamie. It's just that he clearly has his insecurities. He's got some. Jamie's going to be that guy that when it gets down to the last sort of six people, he's going to be angry that she's dating other people. There's always one fella that's like, yeah, like uh, me and you had such a thoughtful conversation. Then you're off with this guy and you're like, that's the fucking show, man. Calm down. Yeah. There's always one who does it. Jamie's going to be that guy. He gets, yeah, he has a jealousy kind of aspect to him. I would say that's... Or like the exceptionalism element. I think that's really what it is. Is it's like the, wait, but I'm so special. How are you not seeing how special I am and how special this is? Well, having to yeah. tell Michelle that like he, you know, he's making conversation, but like people thought I was going to skip a grade and like whatever. But also maybe it came uh, from Did they think of, he was going to skip a grade or did he skip a grade? I don't know. It's, they, they thought he was. <laughs> and so does, I'm like, you don't get to bring it up if you didn't actually skip the does grade. Does that ever really happen? Like, I've seen Doogie Howser, right? Does that ever really happen, this whole... There's always TV shows where there's, like, an 11-year-old in college and they're doing... I don't know. Also, I, like, I, who I cares? To, I, I skipped second grade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> Maybe saving, you saving a lot of time there. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> Like, wouldn't you rather just be with your mates at school and just be, like, the smartest kid in class? Like, that would seem easier to me. I also wonder, like, if you're so smart, like a prodigy, that you should be in college, I'm fine at, like, the fifth grade level. But, like, what's... With with society becoming more aware about, like, emotional maturity and social interactions, does it ever make sense just because, like, you're good at long division faster than your peers to, like, skip a grade? Because oh. you could easily, like, not be good at making friends or socially developed maybe because you're so into math and commas i don't know like i would also you don't, saying, you don't like, need to be smart anymore everyone's got all the information in the world on their phone in their pocket you don't even need to learn stuff anymore all the motivational speakers yeah that's kinda, it, motivational speakers yeah. just learn about all the dating terms and <laughs> gaslighting and narcissists <laughs> How would you handle if someone called you a narcissist in that oh, environment? I've, I've had that several times in my life and they just don't <laughs> understand that I'm better than them. Um, how do, how do, what, like on a TV show if someone said I was a narcissist? In that environment, yeah. I think you have to laugh it off. I think the worst thing he could have done is just go, really fucking nice. I think he should have made a joke back just like I said there, just something like, uh, um, you know, he should have spelt narcissist as... as Peter as well or something like that. Yeah, he you know definitely I mean? maybe did said, the worst said, thing you could you have know, done. You, you, of course you're going to be a narcissist when you look this good. You say something like yeah. that and you just try to let it pass. But like just going, really? He thinks that I think that I'm the most important person in the world? Because that's not what I thought. I don't even care. He just <laughs> And then start yelling. Even, Bro, I take that very seriously. Yeah, yeah. And then, he come, and then like when Michelle comes over and then he had to do the whole… That's very out of character for me because I'm I'm normally a lot better with my emotions. And it's like, very clearly, you're the guy that they're going to edit badly. So you should probably calm down a little bit. Well, and the best was they were showing like the clips of them yelling and then they were going back to Michelle and they were going back and forth. But there was a clip where you didn't even see them yelling, but you could overhear it slightly. And Will just yells at Peter out of nowhere. What else do you have to offer besides the, the slice, slice. Yeah, bro? Was, was and I was great. like, what's happening? I'm sad that Will's gone. I thought Will was pretty funny. Did we like um, Rick's little uh, homework assignment? I thought that was charming and cute. I really just, I thought the the assignment was cute. He did, it was like 
cheesy, but not over the top. I just need to figure out what's going on with his eyes. Like if he's using eyeliner, what's going I on? I just I think those are his eyes. Okay. Who's this? Rick. The guy who looks like uh Who showed it, up in the, the yeah, hotel yeah, plate yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He also he seems a little bit like He's got pale. To, he's got a well, as a pale okay. person. No, Calm down. I, it's uh, we all have to get on in life and bloody do. No, I just mean he always looks like he's given blood like 10 minutes ago, <laughs> in my opinion. Oh, he looks a bit gaunt. The eyes are dark and all that type of stuff. He yeah, has yeah. a very there's something about his look that is unique. It, he would be so a he's good, given blood. He would be a good butler in a haunted house. Yeah. Like, like Alec they, and Rick. Come are to the both, right house. <laughs> <laughs> Alec and Rick are both kind of your like, you know, basic white men, except that Rick doesn't look basic and Alec looks er- like, Al- you know, I saw Alec in the, the rose ceremony and I was like, I don't know who this guy is, except that he's going home. You know, just bye. There's no Is Rodney charm. still there? They got rid of Rodney? No. Yeah, I Rodney's still there. They did the apple test. The apple. Right. Oh, yeah, Rodney. Know- how do you He's get that He's got wrong? no chance, Rodney. He <laughs> just pops up all the time. He's like, ah, I'm still playing. How do you get the Apple game wrong? <laughs> I think… Do you… I think… Okay. Do oh, you actually Roddy think you could do pizza it? ate pizza in the end. He thought it was lasagna. <laughs> I remember now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then… It, well, taste I, buds are off. I think you could get the apples wrong. A green apple to a red apple. Especially if you have the red apple first. Like, I think if you have the really sour one first, then it's easy. Nah. But if you have the red one first, you have no proxy for sour. I'm, I'm willing to go blind taste test on apples and, and get it on 100% across it's the It's harder than you think, blind taste test. You always watch like Hell's Kitchen, they do it. And these people are chefs and they cover up and then it's like, this is carrots. And they just go, corn. You know what I mean? Like they're way out. Like really? I, I, my, me and the wife have done it a few times where we've put like different flavored ice creams and I got a taste and I haven't always been correct. I haven't always got it. This is how boring me and my wife <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you need to spice it up. <laughs> this is how boring the two of us are. We had three different uh, uh, bottled waters in the house and we lined them up in glasses <laughs> and we tried to decide which one was the most expensive. We got it right actually, but I thought, fucking hell, we've been in quarantine for a I, long time. You know what? <laughs> I'm I'm critical of Rodney, but let's uh let's do it this week. And I offline. was just thinking a little TikTok segment. And of- uh, I don't even know if it needs to be a TikTok segment, but I'll I'll either we'll document it and I'll let the audience know. Have next three week different types, and of apologize apples. to Rodney if I, I get it wrong because I'm pretty sure I would not call it lasagna if it was pizza, just a texture. Yeah, but maybe he has some shitty fucking lasagna. Maybe his mother was a bad cook and had maybe lasagna that had, had a hard bottom on it that's been in the baking tray so long. Yeah, maybe maybe he maybe he doesn't eat gluten. Well, the, the real thing, like, the real thing is you should never eat lasagna with your hand. That should have been a dead <laughs> giveaway that it was being hand fed to him. There's that. Yeah, yeah. Context, yes. <laughs> You go, all right, it's not, a, it's not a new utensil. It can't be lasagna. Yeah, and a now, blind what, test, you have to use your other seven, six, sentence, six senses. How many senses do you yeah. think you have? Seven. Five. Five. <laughs> what are the seven senses, Nick? Yeah, give us all the oh, seven senses. I was thinking seven wonders of the world. Yeah, one of them spider. <laughs> <laughs> we five? have five. Okay. We've got, we got five senses. But touch, taste, sight, hearing. Smell. Smell. Yeah. I, I well, remember a friend, a friend of mine had COVID up. and they're like, it's not that bad. I just can't smell or taste anything. And I'm like, it's not that bad. You've lost two of your five fucking senses. Brutal. <laughs> brutal. At least it wasn't like hearing and, and sight. It's not one of the big three, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The ones you want to lose are those two. For sure. They're the ones you want to flick out the quickest. Who? When you have the apples, will they be sliced? Or do you want to bite into them? I feel like the texture of biting into them might make it a bit easier. Well, I think if we want to be able to utilize our other senses as much, we would not slice them. Yeah. Because like the difficulty… The touch. Or the texture. Like a Granny Smith is a harder apple. Oh, yeah. Relative to the, the Macintosh. A pink lady has some give to her. Yeah. You know? Or a, a, a Royal Gala. Or a Fiji. Fiji's yeah. sweeter. Yeah. Yeah. I know my apples. Uh, who, who's more of a front runner, Joe or Nate? Joe all day. Joe's, Joe's number one. I think it's close. I'm excited for this season because I think we have two clear front runners in Nate and Joe. And they look like they both, on their own, would make sense. They, you know, tall, athletic, very charming guys. They have a natural connection with Michelle. And the best possible seasons are when the lead likes at least two people a lot. You know, a lot of times it's like they pretend to like three, but they're only into one. Mm. And I think she's really into both these guys. And maybe she might, you know, she's also into Jamie right now. Um but that makes for a potential really compelling season when when you have the lead. You know really what's good liking. about Joe? He already lives in a town because that's always got to be the hardest thing with the Bachelor. It's like, and now we're done. Where am I moving to? Uh. It's like who's uprooting their life and finding a new career after. It's, a- it's hard to move. You got to make new friends and shit. It's. I think like if you both don't live in the same city, you should both pack up and just come to LA or New York or pick a big city where you can become Instagram folk or whatever you want to be. But like they both live in Michigan, Minnesota. No, I mean, Blake and Katie, I think a lot of people minus her getting mad at, you know, giving Greg a lot more of her attention than Blake at AFR. Like Blake lived in Nova Scotia or like the east side of uh, Canada and, and Katie like moved to San Diego where the rest of the cast of her men lived. Mm. And everyone was like, Okay, maybe this might not work out. So that, that makes a difference. I just think in that position, I think it's a cherry. On, I do think it's a cherry on top rather than like she's not going to pick a guy just because he lives in Minnesota. But, but she did say the background thing in terms of like how they come up through this, like how they have a really shared worldview in a hyper-specific way. I think the fact that she has a natural connection. Like if, if Joe was from Miami, she would like Joe. Right. But the fact that he is from Minnesota and she likes him regardless of where he's from is a huge advantage for Joe. Yeah, but he was named Basketballer of the Week or some shit. Mr. Minnesota Basketball. Oh, yeah. And, and she's like, from the- Minnesota, you know. She said, oh, wait, ooh, that, is there a trophy? Or do they just announce it? Was I think there- it's the clout. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like a local newspaper, like a state magazine. It's like the state high school association would will vote. He's clearly good at basketball, and she was. There's a clear. Yeah, but neither of them made the NBA, did they, or the WNBA? None of them went pro. They played D1. That's pretty good. What's that? What's D1? College? Yeah, that's pretty good. Who gives a shit? Do they get paid for it? (laughs) No, I bet Joe had a chance to play professional in Europe. Yeah, but he's too busy flipping houses. (laughs) Maybe that's that's where he got the money to to make that capital initial capital investment because you can. There's a multiple league. You know, there's an Australian league. 
Yeah, my sister played <laughs> professional basketball in Europe, and the men can make like some serious money. Then why would you do that and not flip houses? Maybe he did, and we just didn't talk. Oh, didn't talk about it. He never fucking did it. Joe was no good. I can tell he he comes up and he does the three pointer. If someone was really blocking him, he's no good. He was all open shots in that game. I'm sure we're gonna learn about what stopped his career at his one on one date. You know, like I'm sure it's gonna be like the I Achilles. Hope, I or hope not. Like the the the, the athletes classic. Oh, the classic like. <laughs> almost athlete on the show like they're talk about like the non-sad story that they make a sad story it's just like always like i expect that from honestly uh but he's already started with clayton and a, and a coach died who i was very close to sure he's already given out the dead coach but that's there is that i expect that i hope i i hope i'm wrong but i expect that from clayton i hope i don't see it from joe which is like you know, I dedicated my whole life to sports and that's my whole identity. And then I didn't make pro and now I'm just trying to figure myself like their sad story is like being the best athlete their entire life and then going, having a cup of coffee in the pros and not being good enough. Like that, not a very relatable sad story, mm -hmm. but that's, that's a popular sad story we hear on The Bachelor. Um, and it, it often is, but yeah, well, I, I hope he not. could definitely play in the Australian League. Show? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. The Australian League has a rule with basketball where they're like, uh, you can only have two players that are uh, immigrants. Really? Right. So the rest of the team has to be Australian. So the starting lineup is always three white guys, two black guys. And it's like, because the Australian, we don't have a lot of, you know. And Ben Simmons' father played. He was an American who came over and thing. But what happens is once they're in the league for a little while, it, it, they, they're like, hey, why don't you marry this Australian girl? Because then they can bring another American over. And so they try to marry him off to get citizenship. That happens. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, real yeah. thing. Yeah, that's a real thing. They're like, you've been here for all, become a citizen. And then we can bring another person over. But you're only allowed to have two non-Australians in the team. So if he gets married to Australia and he becomes an Australian, therefore now they, you can have a not, third. And they can have a third then, yeah. <laughs> that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good system. It's yeah. as good as any. Trying to keep the you know the local talent good. Australia's got good basketball. We want we want a bronze. Has medal. it ever happened where someone meets the Australian, <laughs> marries them, and the next year there's a new American on the yeah, team? Yeah, that's what happened with Ben Simmons' dad. He married an Australian woman, had Ben Simmons. He was playing in the Australian league. He married an Australian bird, and then he had Ben Simmons, and they brought in another player. Yeah, yeah, that happens all the time. Wow. Uh, I feel like I'm talking about those women should be on payroll for the team. You know, the wives the. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> they deserve some kind of compensation for the like, service they're like doing. They probably like them. They're professional athletes that have come into town, local Australian girls that are like, "Oh, he's from America. He's very <laughs> good at basketball. I think I'll go out with him for a bit." You know absolute I mean? bogans. Yeah, absolutely. You know the words. You know the words. <laughs> who are your picks now? If you if you got to repick, who would your picks uh, be? Uh, Joe. Um, I think Jamie will go very far. Oh, Clayton was my other pick. But so now you think I, Jamie's going to be around for a while? I think Jamie will be a Final Four. I think I think that he'll bullshit his way through it and then there'll be a big moment where she'll throw a rose against the wall or some shit. As, a, as someone who wants drama, I, I, that would be fun to watch. But we like Mich Michelle so much and we like her ability to kind of like sess out a situation and ask tough questions. It will be to Michelle's detriment if... If they continue to make Jamie look like he is um, getting away with it, so to speak, right, it will be kind of interesting. Can you ever turn it around on the show? Can you be the villain and then like sure. shift? 
it's happened with women more like, you know, Corinne from my season, Demi, like women who like, they, they still like, there's people who don't like them, but they've had people be, oh, this person's going to be a villain. And then they're kind of like the outspoken, outrageous person. Do you mean like on one season or just like in general? In general, I've seen them do it. I've seen them come to paradise and have a good sense of humor about themselves and all that type of stuff. But I'm, I don't know if I've ever seen it once in the season. I remember there was like, there was like, remember those two blonde twins that got away with murder? They were real fucking nasty pieces of work. But they oh, were the always, twins are the best. Oh, I didn't like them. They're, They're good people. Nasty, bloody. And then there was that blonde lady and she was the villain and she never did anything wrong. Which, which one? Which one? She, was on the, she was the one that they, they went on the double date and they left her on an island. What you got to be more specific than oh, that. I think you're talking okay. about Olivia Caridi. Okay. Olivia? Yeah, Olivia. I Olivia, think. yeah. Well, she did nothing wrong. No one really does anything wrong on this season. She was you're dressed up to be this villain. She, was, sure. she did nothing your, wrong. Your heroes and villains on the show are people who like fuck up in one situation. Again, who knows? Maybe, again, like with Jamie... What we're seeing is a guy who's clearly handling a situation poorly. Is he like? Is he just maybe a guy who, through this very intense atmosphere, is bringing out an insecurity that he has? Maybe or like, is this proving that he's the worst person ever? No, like no, no one. You know, like I had Thomas come to one of my shows. Did you? Yeah, what? before. Oh before yeah, you mentioned Paradise. And and before the season had aired, and he'd already he told me what happened, but you know, he shouldn't have done that. Uh, he was very handsome yeah. and he did nothing wrong either he just said yeah i thought about being the bachelor I just thought about it yeah i thought i could be and then they were like he's the worst person in the world did he know he was going to be the villain he was aware that he was going to be villain yes he was aware he, he said that uh she didn't like him very much and uh that that he was in trouble he said he was a front runner and then there was one thing that changed it and then he wasn't anymore and this was before it aired but he that's accurate yeah. when i showed up there and hosted that date Katie gave him all the attention. She was clearly obsessed with him. Um, he got all Katie's time off camera. I observed, and then, yeah. and then a day later, and just because he said, "I don't want to," I might be the bachelor or something. I, uh, I'll tell you something off off camera afterwards. But that he said to me, "I won't want to get the lad in trouble." But he, I liked him. I liked him. I thought he was all right. I think we've covered other than Casey. Casey, I think, is going to be someone we might see around for a while because he's getting a strange amount of airtime for one someone who hasn't done anything. Like, he pointed out that he didn't like Peter as much. He's kind of, like, narrating things. He, he might be a surprise, which is why now I think maybe Chris won't go as far because between Casey and Chris, it's hard to tell them apart. What about Martin? I know we don't think he'll win because of the peroxide, but, like, He'll I be feel around. Like he's being he'll, featured. he'll go around for a while. He, petty. he for sure gets a one-on-one because in the trailer they do like a whole racing date together and they're in a car. Oh, maybe. Yeah. They go to a racetrack together. I mean, you gotta have to you're gonna need a couple guys to go home on a two-on-one or a one-on-one. I think Martin's part of this petty drama. Like when those guys were talking and Nate's like, I don't know, I ain't gonna stress about it. Like No, that that was Spencer. No, Nate also said oh, that too when they were first talking. Like Martin, Martin, Skippy, they're all going to be involved in any, like it's like the errands. Like whatever is going on, they'll find a reason to have a problem with it. Like they're there for the- I reckon Brandon will be in the final four. I think he'll just be right. like that she leaves around. He's definitely top six. Yeah. So you got Nate, Joe, Clayton, just because we know he's the bachelor. Yeah, Clayton. Clayton's better step up real soon. Otherwise, like, 
Yeah. It's like so far he's like had her spank him with a ruler and lost at basketball. And this is someone that they are going to make The Bachelor and he they will give him the best possible edit they can possibly give anyone. And so far… Uh, he's, he's not going to sing or anything. He's, he's an, an afterthought. Medical sales rep. So he's not going to sing or nothing. Well, you just also have all these like very charming men who you're just like, wow, impressive. And like, and then you have like… Clay. All right, what odds would you give me on Romeo? Not on Romeo. Uh, uh, yeah, Romeo is one of my ones. Yeah, Romeo. I, I think Romeo… My gut says that he he seems like he could go far, but he won't. Like, I think he's just an academic. And I think Michelle, while she likes a guy who is smart, I think she… All, she she likes sporty guys. Like a more kind of balanced individual. And we're just not seeing… We're not really seeing her talk with Michelle. Uh, all that yeah, we much. don't know if they have banter. Because if they have banter, I feel like it could he could be a real contender. I think he's yeah. very handsome. I oh, I think he, I, I was this whole episode, I was like, I was like, maybe, maybe Romeo might be an underdog, but like, I don't know. He's gonna have to show up real soon. Otherwise, I think maybe he might fall by, you know, like a, a, a PJ how, how, old's Mich- how old's Michelle? Michelle's 28, 28 29. 28. All right. So you can write off anybody who's under 28, really. She's not going out with a you know, someone well, not not she's not gonna pick him. Not gonna pick him, no. Something so, drastic's gonna have to happen for her not to end up with Joe or Nate. Yeah. I, I don't I, know. Rodney could pull it out at any stage. Bloody Rodney, he might be they they might do a pull date and we will fucking I, see Rodney's got a massive schlong on him. I can see Rodney being up. I can see Rodney being top six. No. She I don't know, Rodney's getting some time with her. I I wouldn't have guessed that last week, but like I don't know, maybe it's Rick will like. Oh yeah, what about Rick? Rick will be around for a while for sure. Yeah. Rick will get a one on one. Also, they did Mad Libs incorrectly. Can we talk about that very briefly? When Rick had them do the thing where you have the letter with all the blanks. Yeah, on it's, the group date. It, like I feel like that's Mad Libs, and the way you're supposed to do what it. Are Mad Libs. Yeah, I don't know. It's an American thing that I've seen people do, but I've never really done a is. Mad Lib. So it's like you've got a this form thing with all these fill in the blanks, mm. and you go before anyone's gotten the chance to read it. You ask them for it says like under like noun adjective, and you just give random silly words at the top, and then you read the whole thing together. Mm. It seemed like that's what they were going for, but it just turned into like him having open ended compliments for Michelle. To figure out. Sure. It was a bachelor version of that, which was it was more about filling in the blank of how their date was going. But like if they'd done it the normal version at the end, she could have said like whale and he would have been like, and at the end of it, they yeah. shared a nice whale and like that wouldn't have gone anywhere. Yeah. For so the purposes like of this show like, and a love and a yeah. like love journey, this was more about like how are we feeling about each other? I'm a Mad Lib purist. <laughs> I guess. But also, this is the Bachelorette. And like, in what world on the second date would you… Like, if a guy did that for you on the second date, like, would you think it's in any way cute? Is I know he what your show-stoppingly is, hot? Yeah. Let's yeah say, if, let's he's not, show-stoppingly if he's show-stoppingly hot, then I feel like the main character. If he's not, it's like the ick. It's like, why is this man… All right. So what if I did it? What happens then? <laughs> No? All right. <laughs> it would, Jim, it would, it would turn me on. I, don't know. Right, right, yeah. like, like, I thought we'd just get a laugh and we'd leave, but there was an awkward silence <laughs> where, where she was like, fuck, I might have to answer this. Maybe she doesn't want to like 
call you show-stoppingly hot. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't want to make your that wife was, feel that weird, was Wow, you're show-stoppingly hot. Show-stoppingly hot. Like, what, what, what's happening in this show where someone so hot's come out where you're just gone, show's over? Do you think shit Rick is show-stoppingly hot? Yeah, who's show-stoppingly hot on yeah, this? Yeah, who is show-stoppingly hot? My yeah. opinion? Yes. Yes, your opinion, yes. Um, I Rick is definitely not show-stoppingly hot. I thought PJ was show-stoppingly hot. Yeah. I think… I think Nate and Joe are both yeah. show-stoppingly hot. Yeah, they're the good-looking guys. Um, what about Clayton? Is he show-stoppingly hot? No. If he's paying a lot of attention to me, then I think he's show-stoppingly hot. He's got a nice hot. smile. Yeah. I just… I, I feel like I'm… If I'm, he was like your mechanic, you'd be happy. Totally. Yeah. If you yeah. rocked up and he's like, I can fix this for you. I, I'm, I'm critical… Of Clayton. <laughs> I'm writing fan fiction porn. For, for Allie. <laughs> Allie's like, I gotta get this down. <laughs> I, I'm clearly tough on Clayton because he's the next Bachelor. And he just looks like such a cookie cutter old school Bachelor pick. And I find it incredibly boring. And I want to be surprised and wrong. And so far, he is everything I hoped he wouldn't be. Which is basic, nice, and boring. Yeah. I'm just waiting for some sort of like interesting thing that comes out of his mouth. Well, didn't producers say that one of the reasons they chose him to be The Bachelor was because he was really good with Michelle's students? Or which, like with kids? Yes. that's So what we they, have to see that. Which… Yeah. Someone should check his hard drive then. Like… <laughs> <laughs> just to be sure. You don't want any controversies. Yeah. <laughs> that… It may be not that far, but like that's it. You get… I, I, I reached out to the producer. Give me one good thing about your next Bachelor. Good with kids. I mean, okay, hold. I'm going to defend it though. When someone's really good with kids, it is really, really hot. In a way that is like, it's hot because I think it shows like a different kind of depth and maturity and like general capability. I feel like it's like a bare minimum. Like, how hard is it to be I think decent kids, with kids? Well, kids like really read energy. I think kids are very good at like reading energies and they're really blunt. So they, if they don't like you, you're going to know. And I think if, especially like an 11-year-old, like that is a daunting task to like charm an 11-year-old. And I think it's something if it's really well executed, I could see how that really makes someone stand out. I'll tell you, what, I'm very good with kids. I'm show-stoppingly good. <laughs> also, <laughs> also people, I am, I'm great with kids. people who are childlike are good with kids too. Yeah, that's what the doctor said. Yeah. Um, um, you could be immature and good with kids. I don't know. I just, to me, that doesn't really like, be like, oh, he should be the next bachelor. But Ben, that was how, when Ben Higgins had his like moment. The first time he really shone on a group date, it was like a classroom sex ed thing. And he did a very good job. And like, that's when he got noticed. Cause it sounds like that's, he just needs, Clayton maybe needs to get noticed. Apparently, sure. he's a lovely man. I'm I'm extra hard on him because we know he's the bachelor and I'm just wondering why and he's being outshined by half the men on the show and it's just kind of like where where's the guy that we are going to be like so committed to But is to there like any merit journey? to it being kind of like a slow burn at first? Like you don't want him to necessarily be like We know the he's most... not final four. Yeah. So he like... better burn pretty quickly. Yeah, but he can be like in a romantic movie when they meet him in the beginning and they, oh, he was right in front of me the whole time. There'll be like a little I, I'm sure love actually type thing going on. I there. think it's because I know they're going to give him the best possible edit they can. 
And this is the best. And you're like, possible. this is what we got. This so is far? our. This is his best possible edit so far. You wait. There's going to be an episode where he saves a child from, from drowning. Maybe. In the river maybe or he, he's good with kids. He he's saves famous. the lives yes. of several children. <laughs> There's a burning building. He gets everyone out. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll. Then I will be yeah, like. Yeah. And all the firefighters like fuck. Man. <laughs> yeah. Also, would we have guessed that Rodney would have outshined Peter? No, wait, I'm sorry. No, the other firefighter wasn't Rodney. Rodney was the Apple guy. You're running Daniel. Again. Daniel went also home. gone. Not into firefighters. You don't have a shot with uh, Michelle. Uh, have we covered everything? I don't think we've covered enough. Oh, Bloody, else? I could do this all day. I won't though, because I've got things to do. Uh, Jim, thank you so much for <laughs> thanks, coming. Thanks for having me. I feel like it all went a bit tits up there at the end. Jim, always a pleasure. Uh, we'd love to have you back sometime. Please always let the people know you're on tour right now. I'm on or, tour where right can now. Where can they buy tickets? Uh, JimJeffries.com. We're doing the Moist Tour. Uh, and <laughs> okay, where'd you come up with that name? Well, I, I, you'd have to name your tours before you write the tour. You ain't just like, what are you going to call your tour? I, I didn't have any joke about it, and I just... Googled offensive words that weren't swear words. And that was number one. People hate the word moist. So it's called the moist tour. Uh, <laughs> there's no jokes. I don't say the word moist on stage. You'll be safe if that word upsets you. Um, and uh, I'm coming to, I think uh, I'm doing the Ace Theatre coming up on like the, uh, I want to say the 6th and the 7th of uh, November coming up. And uh, I'm about In LA? To, yeah, in LA. Yeah. You want can, some tickets? Or something? Can I? Yeah. You want tickets? Um, bring Do you have lady? merch that says moist? Uh, I was going to get merch that <laughs> says like, moist. I was like, I don't yeah. want to see you perform, but I would like a shirt with the word moist on it. <laughs> no, I, I just want to meet up with Jim over coffee so he can tell me more about the mechanic that's going to fix my car in his car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can leave you voice messages and tell you about the <laughs> fan fiction. We'll be fine. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I've got that. I'm touring around. We've got the podcast. I don't know about that podcast. And uh Apart from that, just chilling out, man, doing a few acting gigs and stuff like that, but uh, keeping busy. Awesome, man. Well, uh, got a new baby, so I got to buddy take care of that. That's what takes you're me. enjoying fatherhood. Oh, it's me second time, second time around. Yeah, it's all right. Was the first or the second time more easy, harder? Is it like its own defense? This has been my other my son's about to turn nine, and this has been slightly more difficult. The second one, yeah, I don't know, different women, okay. Different. I'll get in trouble with my wife, but different different experiences. Well, let's just end on that note. <laughs> gonna, uh, thanks so much, Jim. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to uh, click at that uh, link in the show bio if you want to vote for the Vile Files for Top Podcast for the Ease People Choice Award. Uh, we are back. Well, honestly, just keep listening because uh, the episode with uh, Matt Walsh and Tim Simons out, is out. Won't want to miss that episode. And if nothing else, we will see you back on Monday. 